0: Yo, we're Yo, back. Yo, what the is
1: bar? Synergy. Podcast. Episode <laughs> four? Five? Five. All right. episode episode 5 career day career day career day career day we're talking about this and the irony of it all you know if you guys listen to the last episode last episode was supposed to be a humorous episode which turned into a serious episode because we realized an extinction level event is a very serious thing no matter what circumstance whether it's a real life pandemic like we're going through now or an animal uprising it can be real (laughs) either way so today was supposed to, it's supposed to be a serious episode, but it can go anyway. This is like Geronimo you know, said a moment ago, it's career day. And we're gonna talk about a few things. Well first, Geronimo. What are we talking about first? Well no, how you going? How's, how's it going?
0: Oh dude, it's going well. It's going well. I am in the beautiful island of the long, Long Island. Um nice. in the dirty dance. This is the that's the hood of Long Island. So wine dance. It's all cool, you know. It's honestly, the hood out here is like hood light. <laughs>
1: hood lights. I have hood, to be honest. I like, heard. Hood
0: adjacent. <laughs> like we're, I'm in a house right now. I got a backyard, front yard kind of yeah. thing. It's awesome. Got some personal space. But I was reminded last night that I was still in the hood because it was like two in the morning. And guess what I heard? I heard. You do hear fireworks. I'll say you know you're in the hood. You hear fireworks, you know you're in the hood. Um, But I heard one motorcycle go by and, like, mm-hmm. rev, like, brr, brr, you know what I'm saying? You know how that motorcycle yeah, yeah, revs? Yeah, yeah, In, yeah, in yeah. the city, you hear, like, three, four, six, seven, eight, twelve 12 of them go out any time of day, especially at night because people like to just wall out, so.
1: Especially, depending on neighborhoods neighborhood you live in, you might see 10, 11, 12, 12, 30. Right. By so, by.
0: hard. Not, not following any traffic laws.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. no. No, 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 no. This weekend, I went out and I did some photography. Pretty cool. Nice. I went initially I wanted to I wanted to just go out and and get photos throughout Manhattan and initially I wanted to go to Chinatown and and get photos of the the people doing Tai Chi nice but I got out there too late so when I got out there all the crowds were there and the tourists were there so I jumped back on the train and I went to Century Park and in Century Park they have I think it's called the Skater Circle and it's this thing that happens every weekend where there's a DJ who comes out and he plays music and people, you know, like disco style, roller skating, old school skate key for those of us who are from the Bronx, you know what have you back in the days. Skate
0: key, uh, exactly. Wow. <laughs> or, or,
1: cool, or 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 ATL for those of us who've seen the movie uh, ATL, like the skating, right? Yep, yep.
0: yep and
1: like roll, bounce, roll bounce, roll bounce, and those that, those types of things. So they they they're in the park and they skate. So I wanted to get images of them. And I got a couple of them, them images of them, and I also got a few images of the musicians who were in the park, as well as street performers. I went to Times Square. You got some images of the street performers out there, like they, I like do. They run the same. The dudes who jump over people, everybody has the same script. Yep. I went to I was in, in the same park. Jump over people. <laughs> no, yo, dude, the dudes who jump over people, and they're all different though, but they have the same script. In in. And, and I was in Century Park and the guys went through their whole spiel and I went, I saw another group when I was like, and I, when I met with my boy, he, um, shout out to Joshua, uh, we went down to Times Square and then I pretty much recited verbatim their script. I was do like, dude, watch, he does this, watch, and, and then all the people, this person's going to leave and they're only going to jump over three people. And lo and behold, they only jumped over three people. He said, "Dude, what if they all connected? No more than two blocks away on their on the TKTS, there's another group doing the same thing. Yep. And the group that we just saw were like, you know, like I guess ten feet away from them, just huddled up talking. So I'm like, wow, they all have the same script, say the same thing. We've been doing this for ten years. I mean, listen, get your hustle. I ain't knocking, you, but you know, you just want."
0: Yeah, man. It's honestly, I was um, I I I went to Venice Beach, um, man, probably like seven years ago now. Same exact thing, bro. Uh, Venice Beach is like the boardwalk is like is like a mini New York City by the beach, and like you see performers, you see people, people like sketching and drawing, people for phot- pe- pe- uh, taking photos, people on skateboards. Like it's it's super live out there, and you and you see the exact same thing. These crowds of people coming around. And generally, they, they do little tricks here and there. It's really amazing. The guys are super strong. They have, like, a group dynamic. They, like, wave people in, and people get excited. More people come in. And then right at the end, they have, like, their big jump. And then that's when, before the big jump, they're like, hey, let's get your donations now before y'all leave. So they go around getting the money from it. Is that, is that kind of what happened?
1: Yeah, it takes about 10 minutes for them to do the jump. <laughs> Really, like ten and minutes. You're like, wow,
0: i like, and you become invested now. You're like, you know what? Right. I've been here for ten minutes. I'm you gonna,
1: you gonna jump over these people. Exactly, you gonna watching. jump. <laughs> and then only, only jump over three people. I'm like, yo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you don't give them donations, they don't jump over you. Yo, I,
0: <laughs> I can tell you're from New York. Uh, New York City, Shabar, because jumping over one person is a really
1: impossible <laughs> thing. Like, yo, you better be jumping over six people. You <laughs> be going, bro. Like for real, man. I stay here. I gave you money. You better jump. <laughs>
0: like I want to see some, some some incredible acrobatics. I want to see somebody get hurt.
1: Something going Seriously, ten years. It's funny because like I, I was when I was a boy. We were talking. I'm like, dude, years ago they would jump over six or seven people. Now it's like literally. Each group only ended up jumping over three people.
0: Three you've different grown, groups.
1: Uh, you have grown PC in our entertainment. That's why <laughs> six
0: is too much. They gotta do three now.
1: Man, oh, yeah. funny, I get it. I mean, I mean they make a killing. So mm-hmm. you know, big up to
0: I saw a meme once. If I could find it, I'll post it. It said it said uh, New Yorker New York's uh, New Yorker's biggest fear is getting t- kicked in the face during showtime.
1: Oh well, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's one of my fears also. And they used to like flip over the egg, so I I, so I no longer yeah. sit in the by the corner by the door anymore. I mean, for a number of other reasons, but wherever there's a no, no oh, pole, I don't stand or sit next to.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, when I see when I see them setting up, I'm like, all right, give them space. Because the last <laughs> thing I need is to get hit by one of these gigantic strong dudes.
1: <laughs> Yo, you do it, seven they, of them man. on the train. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> the topic of right, the, awesome. today is uh, today, day day, day, day. So, Geronimo, mm-hmm. when you were a young lad, when they asked you in first or second grade what you wanted to be, what was that? Tony Montana. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Um. Now when, well, I want. Well, some <laughs> of us
1: did want to be Tony Montana, you know. You
0: know not, Mar- no. <laughs> no, no, that's funny. Um, shout out to anybody who knows that joke, because I'm sure there's people Dude, that that, that
1: movie does not movies. hold up well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to me, it's a classic, but I know some people don't don't, don't appreciate it as much as I do. Well, well, I
1: appreciate it, but it's still that anyway. Anyway, yeah, yeah. right. so That's so good. you didn't um, want to be Tony Montana, I mean, you know? You yeah, didn't yeah. want right. to. I, I was about to start quoting that movie like crazy, but that, I mean, this is a family show. <laughs> yeah, let's keep, let's
0: keep it explicit.
1: Let's see. Let's see. This, this is this is going to be our new challenge, Javar.
0: Let's mm-hmm. see if we can keep our episodes explicit. Keep them explicit. Let I me mean, sorry. Keep them.
1: We um, M- only really curse one time. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> what, what would be
0: that? What would be the opposite of explicit?
1: Non-explicit? Nah, non- yeah, to try
0: to keep them clean.
1: That's, that's clean. The, there we go. I'm like they—they they, the so yeah. pretty much been clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Except for last one, we got a little. Yeah, little, yeah. I was like, uh, sadly. Like, anyway, it happens. Um, yeah. So we try to keep them clean. If not to be—that's a nice little challenge for us. Um, so yeah. So in in, in all actuality, what I wanted to be growing, i had a few things actually. Um, but it, just a funny story. In kindergarten, I was asked—I was asked that exact same question, and we were we were tasked with drawing it out. And at that moment, my drawing ability, which is still isn't too great, honestly, I had about I had a car in my repertoire and like stick figures. So I was like, I'm going to draw a car and I'm going to say taxi driver because that's all I know what to draw. So I just wanted to complete the task. I didn't really want to think about it much. shows you what your animal was. So I wrote taxi driver in (laughs) (laughs) kindergarten and I draw a little new Car and I made the little squares and the, you know the old school taxis that were black and yellow right, squares. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah um, the, the gypsy cabs, the gypsy cabs. Yeah, exactly. Calves,
0: yeah. Gypsy cabs, funny. Uh, so yeah, I don't even know what my my teachers thought at the time. They were like, "Wow, this kid's really ambitious." <laughs> did you see? Did you
1: see the movie Taxi Driver?
0: <laughs> no. Wait, yeah, did I? I might have. I might have. I don't. I don't did, recall. Did
1: that, that spark your? you're in taxi driving yeah, cuz i mean I you, was, you mentioned tony montana so <laughs> that, i mean anything is possible this
0: was 95 96 95 so when i was in <laughs> kindergarten so pretty funny um what else um in middle school i was asked the exact same question and i had no clue honestly I what I wrote down was <clears throat> I want to be a doctor because my mom wants wants me to be a doctor. So my mom has wanted me wanted me to be a doctor since I was in the womb. According to her recollection, when I was conceived, she was like, "He's going to be a doctor." Right, right. Well, right. oh, for whatever sixth sense reason, that's what she believed. Currently, not a doctor, um, but I do want to help people in the health and medical field in some way, shape, or form. But that we'll save for later. So, uh,
1: as far as me. I remember being seven years old. <clears throat> asked that question. We sat up uh, in chairs along the back of the classroom, and and the teachers were there. And I believe there was an individual there also. And they asked us, "But well, what would you like to be when you get older?" And I'm sitting there as a child, as I always do, even as a adult, running through my mind. And, and how do I how do I answer this question? How do I be effective in my answer? The seven year old Shivar came up with firefighter and NASCAR driver. None of them have anything to do with the other. <laughs> <laughs> and purely because I think I liked, well, NASCAR, purely because I, I, I liked uh, fast cars. I like fast cars. And I remember watching NASCAR and seeing these cars just going circles. And I guess the, in the, the colors of the cars. And I just thought that was cool. You know, and not and I didn't know what any of the drivers looked like. I only knew what the cars looked like. Mm-hmm. I had no clue what the drivers looked like until, you know, you get older and you realize this no, representation is a thing. You know, and it's like, wait a minute. And also proximity. So that's one reason the reason why I, re, I didn't become a NASCAR driver is because I also live in New York City. So... That's a whole other thing. Yeah, a firefighter. I don't know why. I don't like fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of fire. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like fire. So I don't really know. I guess thought probably because when you're when you're a kid, you're a boy. you know, things are you know things are more gender based mm-hmm. back when I was mm-hmm. growing up. So it was like, oh, big red truck makes lots of noise and sprays water, and a lot of they have ladders and they shut cool. down doors pretty cool so
0: honestly why why not (laughs) as a little boy like you get to be a hero that's firefighters look like heroes right they come in the modern day heroes to break down doors
1: save people so i do similar you're saying i do remember (laughs) one. i had an interesting imagination uh, because when i was growing up, there was a lot of sci-fi television shows and movies um i wanted to be some sort of a space explorer uh, well uh, you know, I want. I, I still to this day want to go on space and see other planets. You just go out in space and see what that's like. Um, oh, a, a spy and similar to you, a doctor. You know, that's something that was something I was interested in because I love science and I wanted to find cures for things. It's like I, it didn't make sense that we didn't have cures we had we we had we didn't have cures for certain things. i like, mean, it doesn't make sense to me. But we can find a cure for something else, but not a cure for this. You know, again, as a child, you don't think about the money that's behind to behind those things. If you don't find a, a cure, mm-hmm. you can keep charging people. Yeah. We can find uh, a medication for to to have you live through, but you know, there's no benefit of getting you off.
0: Yeah, there's more money in uh was it a vaccine than there is
1: a cure. Yeah. To yeah. So um, kind of sad. So I get very, that. Very sad.
0: Another thing I would add, um, <laughs> just to just to bounce back to a- answering that question, I was asked once um, if I could have anything in the world, um, what would I what would I have? And I I very very specifically, Shavar, I was like twelve, mm-hmm. and I said I said I want a million dollars. So like, it wasn't like, Hey, have a career or anything like that. It was very specific. I want a million. I asked me why, um, at that moment, the why, the why was for my mom to be happy. I was like, I just honestly just want my mom to be happy. And I kind of feel like having a million dollars would do that in some way, shape or form. Cause like, I'm guessing all in growing up in poverty, growing up in, yeah. And poverty is the best way to put it. You know, a lot of your problems are because of a, a lack of funds, lack of resources, so, so that's how that's I'm guessing that that was my fuel for that oh so, sorry go ahead
1: you no know, I would say I would agree with that you know having the funds and the finances is something that you want for your family to get out of the situation because you think having that money I mean will, will push you in a in a better standing but you don't have and we talked about this off I to talk about this we talked about being living in different situations. So, you know, I don't know what it is to have. I know what it is not to have a million dollars. So I, in my mind, I think it would be think, like things in life would be better, you know, opposed to the person who has a million dollars and they're saying, Oh my God, there's so much debt, too many taxes. Yeah, I don't know their life. You know, their life, their lives are different than, than mine. I'm not sure if you're a millionaire. Is, is it safe for me to say our lives? <laughs> not, not yet. So I mean, and that's the thing. Like I, I definitely, even even now it's the one, money's, uh, and because like you're in a situation where. Money's money, cash rules everything around me. Great. With the money, dollar, dollar, billion. <laughs> Hope we don't get sued for that. Uh, <laughs> but it's really important. I mean, and that's in. Maybe, maybe that's something we have to think about. You know, why do we, why are we so fixated on it? Is it because we have to pay for our college debt? Is it because we, well, like we live check to check, you know, we make a certain amount of money and then you see your rent and your rent and your check doesn't add up. It's like, wait a minute. I'm paying more rent than I'm bringing home. It doesn't make sense. So maybe that's the reason, you know.
0: Yeah, the the fact is, Shavar, is that money equals um, what, money that? equals options. <laughs> like, Yes, gives, yes. Gives you option, gives you choices.
1: Money and, and education, people. Money and education. Facts,
0: yeah, because you could. There's there's tons of stories of people who won the lottery and they're broke AF. That's
1: moment. why education. <laughs> yeah, you need to know what to do with it.
0: You need to know who to speak to, who to talk to, and you know where to, where to, what to do with your income because you can you can never. You can never come back from a, a spending issue, right? If you out if you outspend what you earn, you are done. You are you are broke no matter how much you've made, honestly.
1: Right, right. no, definitely. Yeah. Look, so, yeah follow-up what's the what's the follow up question? Go oh, for it.
0: There you go. <laughs> so yeah, what would your life be like if you if you actually follow through with one of these careers? What if uh, Francis was a race car driver and he drove
1: the General Lee? So here's the funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, we—I think I'm not sure—we talked about this in previous episodes, but we definitely talked about this offline. Uh, the General Lee, as a child, <laughs> I didn't fully because again, I love cars. I love The Night Rider. I love uh, Star Sky. You know, all these shows that were you know pre my childhood, but they, they kept on television, you know, and 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 I would see these cars, and you—I was in love with the cars. I was in love with the colors, and. Not understanding the General Lee, who General Lee was, and not understanding the the Confederate flag and the good old boys and Daisy, do all these terms like I didn't know, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the seven year old Chavar would have loved to drive the General Lee. Yeah, seven year old uh, Chavar had begged his mom for the car. My my mom's an immigrant; she's in Belize, so she doesn't know. The, the 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 history. She didn't know the history behind these things. To teach me, hey, it's okay that you watch this show, but I need you to understand this. Mm-hmm. No one told me that. Like even going to school, no one explained to the a, a, a room full of black kids talking about this show with black. I had black teachers. No one explained that to me. To answer your question, um, primarily, I, primarily, I would only have driven it. For nostalgic purposes, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Got it. Purely for nostalgic purposes. Um, based on you know, the older I got, the more I learned. And when it, I did learn about the Confederate flag, but I didn't understand what what it meant. You mm-hmm. know.
0: Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh, um. I became any of these careers, um, cab driver. Honestly, not it's not out of the question. Like now with Uber, if I have a vehicle that you know could do Uber and I want to make some extra cash, I may get into that. Who knows? Um, it's a nice way to meet people as well, have some have some conversations while I talk to you me know while I while I make some extra money. Um but doctor, if I chose to become a doctor, which I actually had a had like a little bit of a Uh, I guess a revelation at one point where I wanted to, I wanted to go down that career route literally about three years ago now. And I had started the process to do so. And then I got, I got deterred from the amount of school I had, I would have, I had to go through in order to do that. I had a three years ago, I had great, no, five years ago. Now I had graduated from, from, from Lehman college, got a degree in, in dietetics and nutrition. Took a bunch of science courses about I took about a year and a half, almost two years off, and I was like, you know what? I want to I want to become a doctor. It's one of the things I wanted to do since childhood because my mom kind of like branded me with that. So I was like, let me let me go for this dream. Let me let me let me at least go for it. So I speak to a a counselor, uh, a, a, you know a, a pre med counselor or whatever, and he's like, hey buddy, I know you got a degree. But you need to get another degree in order to go to in order to get into pre-med school. So I was looking at going to school for another two years just to go in, just to get into just to get into a med school, just to go pre-med. And I was like, I'm going to go for it. I was being a little I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm just going to I got to pay the cost. Let's do this. So I take a math class. Right. I had to take like some remedial math class. I, don't, some, I can't remember what it was. And I took it. I did well. It was hard, but I did well. And then. The next batch of classes came around. I took like calculus and something else. I think it was anthropology. Um, And I saw the amount of money I was going to have to pay out of pocket. And I was like, I'm good. I'm going to do something else. (laughs) I was like, you know, I might as well, I'm going to cut it now before I spend any more money. So I was like, I am changing it. I know know what I want to do. And I want to help people. I know I want to do it in the health and wellness field. I know I want to be an expert in the human body. And that's what doctors are supposed to be. They're supposed to be experts on the human body, not disease. Um, and I'm going to do it. I'm just I'm just figuring out
1: my route, my way to get there. And yeah, that's it. Uh, I, and we actually, I think we talked about this offline also. My my experience with pre-med, freshmen in college and realizing I had to take all these labs that gave no credit. And I was like, I'm not sitting in the class for four hours for no credit on top of the other classes I have to take. Like it was, for me, is it, 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 again, I, no one told me or explained that to me. Yeah. I think, and that's the thing, you know, growing up, going to schools in the city, we are, I mean, I can speak for me. A lot of us weren't explain, they're given the correct information. On what's happening next. You know, we taught how to write, we taught how to read, we taught how to do these things, but how are you prepared for when you get to that situation. I didn't have labs in high school. You know, I took pre-med, I took ethics, I took all that in high school. I was like, Cool, I already went I already wanted to be a doctor, but I they offered these electives that I I said, cool, I'll take them. And I you know, I aced those classes and I was like, Oh, this is something I wanna do. Uh, you know, get get to school and then Labs, <laughs> yeah, not fun, <laughs>
0: not fun. And then, so I get credit for it. That dude, the moment that I heard that I had to get another degree, I was like shot in the heart, bro. They're like, yo, I listen. Shavar, I took a bunch of science classes. I took those labs that you talked about. I did it all. However, according to CUNY, the Lehman College system, I'm shying you guys out. I'm gonna be straight up, super transparent here. The science classes that I took, the courses that I took, were not eligible for pre-med because the levels that I took were for nursing. So I'm like, you got to be sh- me because it's like, how is it that I took the same class, but the just the level of it, just you, you guys don't accept. It, 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 it just showed me, you know what it showed me, Shavar? It showed me that school is a business first and education is second. That's what I that's what I feel like I, I I saw. I saw in that in that in that case in point. So I'm going to just leave. I'm going to just leave that there. Um, We wanted uh, in terms of segueing to our next point,
1: anything else you want to share about about that
0: in terms of where you what you wanted to be and, you know,
1: where uh, we are. I mean, now. to be honest, I would have rather been a spy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, I don't even know. I don't even know if you're not a spy right now. That's the fact.
1: Well, you don't um a spy or a space explorer they just look more fun because like yo do you ever watch these like movies and like with the spies and they have like these cool guns and they go out and they and they they do they do like kung fu and stuff yep. you know or some sort of a, a well, mma now mixed martial arts now but yep. back then it was like they, it was just a jujitsu you had a specific style of fighting mm-hmm. like that's what i wanted to do and be a marksman and in like you know and and Sorry, you know, male toxic, toxic masculinity, you know, and get and be all the 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 exclusive women. Sorry, again. <laughs> you know, so it, it may seem like a sarcasm when, when I when I said sorry, but I really mean sorry. But <laughs> that's what I wanted, yo. Know? I wanted to travel. I wanted to be on the beach. I wanted to have a six pack. I, you know, I don't have a six pack. I can work on that. <laughs> and I can, But I wanted to do. I wanted to to be some sort of a spy, you know, and or space exploration and, and and go to another. I want to go to another planet. I still do.
0: Yeah, and SpaceX no i'd be able to do that also, uh, virgin, virgin 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 mobile that's, that's cool richard branson mm-hmm. is working on that as
1: well that's you're like cool. nah i'm
0: good that's cool i mean
1: i'm, I'm talking about i'm talking about the space the space feed stars the star, star what was it called star trek enterprise that's what we're talking about <laughs> The blue with blue people half black half white people like the cookie
0: so if aliens came down shavar
1: i would embrace back. them I would
0: embrace them. You would embrace them and you would you go You would go out of space? I'm
1: on the first thing smoking. Okay. As long, okay. As, they, as, long as there's nothing, nothing weird is going to happen to me. But if I can just. You got some probing going and on. And then all my debt is cleared.
0: No. Yo, <laughs> we can't wait to get these people off this off this planet. Go ahead, go with them.
1: <laughs> no my debt. Shoot, no more debt. <laughs> I did. Can <Now laughs> <they> come
0: back? <laughs> That's funny. Yo, good luck getting me. I'm not, I'm not even in the earth. <laughs> I'm, even, I'm hey, off the planet bro. <laughs> for real. What you gonna
1: do? Your student loan, car loan, mortgage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, good luck reaching me in Pluto. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's hilarious, bro. Yeah, I don't know if I would go with them. I gotta be honest. Well, good
1: luck, I don't sister. know if I could
0: trust. You yeah. honestly, you're at their whim now. Like once you leave, once you once they once it once it lifts off, that's it.
1: Listen, what if they're
0: hot? Like some hot
1: female. I'm just gonna stop there because I'm going in so much trouble. Yeah, <laughs> leave it there. <laughs> this is still a clean show, people. It's still a clean show. Did That's and- funny, man. Yeah, we, we're
0: doing it. We're accomplishing our goal today. So, um, so yeah,
1: so we talked about
0: different aspects, uh, different different careers. You know, and the fact is, you know, you may not, you may not achieve the top tier. You know, you you may you may be. You, I know you. I know you played basketball growing up, Shavar. Yes, absolutely. Um, so. I'm sure a goal of yours may have been to get to get to the NBA.
1: Oh, absolutely! That was a goal of mine, you know. And then you know, I got to high school. High school is when you really figure out what you want. If you're going to play sports. Yeah, like, that's, that's, <laughs> the weed, that's the weeding ground. There's usually <laughs> that good. that one kid who's
0: like like really good, and everybody else is like okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, a lot, I, I I played ball with a lot of kids who are really good. You know, who have who played overseas or. Fell into the, the street life, or or fell to the street life, you mm-hmm. know. But and I, and again, it was like for me, it was like, yeah, I don't have the dedication for this. <laughs> <laughs> that, got, that's the fact, and we that's, that's what weeds people out. Like I'm like I'm pretty good. <laughs> uh, and I wasn't growing anymore. I'm five eight. And like, that uh, means I, mean, I got to work harder than someone yeah. who's six eight. You would have to be really good, like yeah. really, really yeah.
0: good, to make so then,
1: to overcome those odds. So that and was still my, be
0: able to dunk at five eight. Yeah,
1: and that was and that was the thing. I'm like, I gotta, you know, the, the, the people automatically going to choose a taller person. And my my skill set might be ten times better. Yeah, but they're automatically going to choose a taller person. Yeah,
0: you're limited as well to. Point guard. Yeah. Like you're you're not gonna in the NBA, yeah. you're like you're no matter you're, what. You're you're already undersized as a point guard yeah. at 5 Yeah in the NBA. Yeah. So like you would have to be immaculate. With whatever you did well, you would have to be yeah. like yeah. phenomenal. I would
1: say I mean, <laughs> so, they they have been point guards, Isaiah Thomas uh from Boston, uh Nate Robinson, uh shorter than me, Spud Webb, who five four was dunking, uh Muggsy Bogues uh, uh, Avery uh, Johnson, uh, who else, who else, who else, who else? Uh, I can't think of, there, there's a lot more. There's, there's a, few, a lot, yeah. there's, a, there's right. a lot more. Right but again, that. you have then you have to work you as, you have to work 10 times harder. Not saying I couldn't work 10 times harder, but you know, it wasn't, you didn't, you didn't, to you, it wasn't worth it. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. No, yeah. And also I like art. So yeah. I was like, you know, camera, uh, design clothes, uh, medicine, science. <laughs> yeah, so
0: going I'm to going back to the point that I was trying to make, make um like all, although Shavar, you couldn't play in the NBA, that doesn't that doesn't mean that it, you, couldn't, it, yes,
1: you yes. couldn't
0: somehow play a supporting role for the NBA. Like with it, your create your creativity, maybe you could have you could have been you could have designed jerseys. Right,
1: right. right. No. definitely
0: maybe ads or something, but still somehow worked for the NBA corporation. But mm-hmm. Your 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 perception at that time was was very skewed, very limited to just being an NBA player instead of thinking, how can I use my natural talents and skills to support the NBA in another way?
1: Well, and I think that's what people have to look at, you know, yeah. how to get what you want in a different avenue that everyone's yep. going to be an athlete and then everyone's going to be a an, uh, rapper and then everyone's going to be a musician, some yeah. sort of musician that everyone's going to be, an uh, actor or actress. Like, how do you still get into that world? You know, whether if you're an actress or if you, if you love movies, do you become a director? Or do you become the script writer, you know, or do you become the talent agent, you know? Like, how do you, you know, even in sports, do you become a physical therapist? Or do you become a sports trainer? Mm-hmm. Like those are things that we also have to look look at if we still, you know, you aren't on the big screen or the big stage, so to speak, but you're still participating in something you love. Because sometimes participating in that way may have may have more longevity than being an athlete.
0: Honestly, um. Chances are, yes, the average athlete, I could do a quick Google search, but the average athlete, their career only really lasts like three or f- three to five years, depending on the sport that they play. Most people get like the average athlete gets like rotated out very easily. They fall right. into like into minor league or, right. or developmental leagues, whatever you want to call them. Very like and more times than not. Unless in- unless you're like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I Allen Iverson or, you know, uh, LeBron James or Kobe, where you're like mainstream, high level, high right. caliber player, right. or like a high caliber supporting role, like uh, a la Reggie Miller. Uh, you no, know, yeah, he, a ton of he was not
1: a supporting role. Hey, 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 he was a star of his team. You need Scotty Pippen.
0: Sorry, well, <laughs> Scotty Scotty would have been a star somewhere else. Outside, I of, don't know. I of, think
1: part of, of, we can do, we're gonna do a sports episode. We can tell right, you, will do, we'll we'll do that. that. We we'll gotta
0: do a little research. There's a ton of names out there, and <laughs> I can I can I, mean, I
1: can debate the 50 greatest. uh
0: We just need to like <laughs> yeah, prepare for it in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying like there's 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 certain like the average the average athlete only lasts for so long and also your body only lasts for so long the the, the earning potential for an athlete in a, in, in, a, in a in a in particular sports let's say NBA football um you know baseball as well some of the these are some of the more popular sports in America your the true earning potential is really from like what 24 up to like max if you if you actually get to retire when once your body gets out like 36 And that's and that's pushing it. And there's some there are some players that come in at 18, but that's an anomaly. That's like what every that that, first of all, it's not even it's not even possible anymore. You have to get a a a year of college in to get into the NBA now before you even come through. Um, No, there's ways around it. Okay, going like overseas, going overseas, yes. And And now, and and I think
1: I think in 2021, I know they were talking about uh, paying student athletes as they should as they should you know as they, as they should have been if the coaches getting paid more than nba coaches or more than professional coaches or or similar to professional coaches and your college is making making television revenue off of your likeness
0: yeah at the very least all student athletes if you make it to that team you should at least have like no tuition like just not pay for school and that's the thing some players are walk
1: some players are walk-ons <laughs> you know, like they they, they just tried for the team and that good. They didn't get a scholarship and they made the team. <laughs> yeah, I get that. And then and then they gotta have three jobs and, and, and then go to practice and sometimes do two a days and you know, or, or get up four o'clock in the morning to shoot around or, or or run laps or what have you. But anyway, that's a whole that's a whole other
0: show. Yeah, I just I just wanna just drop this real quick. Being an athlete is a hard way to make money. I'm gonna just be super duper honest I know they get a really great return and there they get the limelight but the amount of effort that's required the amount of challenge the amount of pressure the amount of stress these people go go through and their their travel schedules and all that stuff like they make some money they do however it's a very hard way to make money to make a living I okay. your your earning potential is very short you only have a very particular time it's not the strongest place to make money and most people, um, I'm gonna I'm bring up Jordan. Michael Jordan made a lot of money playing for the Bulls. Playing for the Bulls made him rich. Well, actually, he made more money off the off the court. That's, that's what I was gonna get into. Mm-hmm. But he made his fortune. He became a billionaire mm-hmm. because of his adventures out his ventures outside of the court. So again, the earning potential is there, but it's what you do with that that really counts.
1: I do also want to bring up. You gotta understand how good these individuals are. Because oh, the, wor- I- the, the worst player in the NBA yeah. is a superstar.
0: <laughs> the worst player in the NBA was the best player in his region. Yes, in his coast like yes, <laughs> like yes. within like a hundred miles away he lived. He was the best player playing. And, and it's
1: crazy because then you would, you would see this individual and like oh he sucks, and then you play against this individual like well okay he cooked you <laughs> <laughs> like okay why you don't do that in real life like it's it's not what you think yeah you try playing like, against like <laughs> these guys and that's the thing people have to take into consideration these people that's their life. Like yeah. their life is to shoot a basketball, to catch a football, to hit a hockey puck. So, like that's their life.
0: The hard way to make like, money. Dude,
1: and then and they live that, and then they they like Geronimo said they lose that in three years easily. All it takes is one injury.
0: All it takes is one injury. Yeah, and that's it. Your earning potential is done. And if you play football, was if I think football has a clause right that if you if you get injured, they don't have to pay you out.
1: Uh, which sucks because I think football is the only uh, they don't have guaranteed money. Yeah, and you know, it's the bat-
0: highest injury prone too. Like-
1: Basketball has guaranteed money. Baseball yeah. has baseball has guaranteed money. Talk like, about, ba- about yeah, which is crazy. Like, dude, <clears the throat> one sport that can paralyze you that's saying that the others couldn't. But the one sport that can paralyze you, there's no guaranteed money. Like you're guaranteed yeah. up- you're guaranteed upfront. They'll give you a large lump sum upfront, but the rest of it they can cut you the following year. Like we gave Come you upfront up money. Yeah. Have
0: you ever heard of a uh, college athlete named Inky Johnson? No. No. He he was a collegiate athlete, turned a collegiate football player athlete. He turned uh entrepreneur after he got a really bad accident. He was playing a game. I think he was, I don't know, I don't remember exactly what he was doing. I think he was playing defense. And he was going for a routine, a routine tackle, bro. He guy was coming down and he went to tackle him and like he hit him in such a way that he completely lost control, lost, lost. Ability in his right hand, mm. like his like full on, just his, his arm, his arm, his right arm just doesn't exist anymore, and it's like. That's one. That's is one shot. That
1: he was doing what he was supposed to do, what he was trained to do, and it just. This is a college person who didn't yeah. make any money off of that. Who had to you know, go out and get a regular job, yeah, or start you a business rather, start, a, start his own business. Again, oh. they need to be paid. We gotta get back to our topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll move. We'll move. I just <laughs> we'll want to. Back to topic. I'm so yeah. sorry.
0: No, it's all good. You know, so we talked about the athlete side of things, and that that tends to be a way that. Honestly, people of color feel that they can make it out, make it out of the hood. But another way that people go into is entertainment, right? They think they can be actors, they can be funny, they yeah. can be comedians, they can they can uh, rap, sing, or whatever. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that, Chevar. I kind
1: of mentioned that, like you know, I talked about you know by being a director, you know, being mm-hmm. a videographer, you know, there's like there's long there's there's always going to be need for a camera person, right? Yeah. Someone with that skill, someone who owns his or her own their own equipment, Um, is or a person who can edit the video. They need those people are needed, you know. Um, Actors similar to athletes come and go. Musicians, they uh, pay attention to contracts. That's something you have to also pay attention to. And even a lot of your actors, you think who are rich, who are in these these blockbuster movies, if it's their first movie. They don't get a, a, a a big turnaround. In, in, in their monies. You know, the, that their payoff comes in years later. I know, I, I remember Tom Hanks reading about Tom Hanks or hearing about Tom Hanks when he did the movie Big. He got paid, I think, $70,000 for that role. And that movie made millions of dollars. You know, he was still living off of oodles and oodles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's the price to pay like you know luckily he continued to be an actor and he's a tom hanks that we know of today but not everyone makes that you know and how do you make yourself viable like if you're no longer actor, what else are you doing in that field what are you learning that's what you have like you know like ron howard used to be on uh happy days he became a a a a, a director you know people like you know what I know I could act, but I know I can I can get more work doing this. Yeah, because it's there are less directors than there are actors and actresses. Everybody wants to be an actor. Yeah, yeah, in the and limelight. Like, and it's the same thing with, with, when I was my car musicians. A lot of their money is up front, but it's f- it's to pay for studio and producers and, and and those types of things. So you're spending, you know, the budget of your album. On on regular things where you know you have the, the your your record label wants to recoup, yeah, and 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 you read these stories about these these musicians or entertainers who are who are stuck, you know, without that money three four years from now. Say, yeah. wow, you sold ten million records and you don't have any money, and you get laughing at them, but then you don't know their contract the situation. Like yeah. they had to put on a a persona for you because the record label said, hey, you have to do this. Yeah, who was that?
0: That basketball player you sent me a video. He was like homeless and kind of went crazy. He played for the oh, he, um,
1: back, um, Delonte, De- Delonte
0: West. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. He was he was making big bucks. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, bro. And where's he at today? That's real stuff. Yeah, you know, I wanted to, well, you were saying something very powerful, Shavar, on how like so yeah, you were saying something very powerful on how like these 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 athletes entertainers they're they they do have the potential to make big money but they are, they are attached to a record label or a team or an organization or something like that, that views them as an employee. So like, I know you may think I am a basketball player, correct. However, you are actually, you're an employee of that team, Mm. of that organization. So you, as an employee, here's something I've learned working, I worked retail for a really big part of my life, probably like six, six to eight years. And essentially as an employee, the employer is tasked with making 10 times off of your off of your work off of your hours than what they pay you so that same thing goes off of of, uh, of, of an employee who's, who's an who's a entertainer, a rapper, artist or right. whatever, or even an NBA player or right. you know, a, a professional athlete. that organization that's paying you those millions of dollars, they need them in order for them to, to get a proper return on investment on your efforts and what they gave you, they, they they're looking to to make about 10 10, uh, 10 times what they've given you in order for them to justify your investment. And when you look at it that way, it's like the way that they can do that is by minimizing your revenue and maximizing what they make off of you. And when you start looking at it from that matter, it's like, wow, this, this organization paid me $10 million, but they made a hundred million off of me, but I did all the work. So what's up?
1: And that's why people are like, Oh, these athletes are getting paid $25 million a year, $45 million, whatever, the, whatever the amount of money they're getting mm-hmm. paid. Like a, if they can pay three athletes on a team, 25, 25, 35, that's what, a total of uh, 80, $80 million, or I just made it up, $85 million. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Imagine how much they're actually making. If they could just outright yeah. pay someone that. Exactly. And that's just three players. That's not counting the coach, the trainer. <laughs> that's not counting everyone else. Facts. So if, if that person is able to, those who are able to get paid that much, and we're complaining, how much they're getting paid all this money, what about the owners? Imagine how much the owners are making off of their work and and you could honestly what are the
0: not not that the owners aren't working hard but who's really putting in the work who's who's in training every day who's who's shooting in the gym you know what i'm saying like (laughs) when
1: i was shooting in the gym
0: (laughs) but who's making all the money and then that's that's what we have to think about and we have to really look at as a people and we put too much onus on on being these 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 glamorous uh, careers these glamorous professionals where really we need to think what is the best for me and what's the best for my family and what's going to give me my, my best return on investment. And yeah. And it may not be be if you have the talent, so be it. Like chavard you didn't have the talent. You didn't have the the raw talent. You, you had, you know, you didn't have the raw talent, just plain and simple. You're not an Allah. You're not, you're not LeBron James. LeBron James is a freak of nature. He was, he was, he was, he was he's basically a basketball God. Like, let's just be honest. <laughs> You know that's not the case for everyone. So he already had that predisposition. So for him, it made sense to move forward with that. Like, and we are, you know, we we see where, where LeBron. He's an anomaly, man, because he's bigger than any team. But that's, you know, that's outside of this. Um, but this is this is going really well, man. I I was like, I'm a little surprised at how how awesome this like episode is going. By the way. I don't know how you feel about this. No, it's
1: cool. Let's keep going.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about uh, like you know different career paths and how how uh, in the hood we really just see being an entertainer or being a, an athlete as a way to get out. And unfortunately, some people see you know being a drug dealer is the way to get out. And a lot of that is due to our association, um, and the people that we're around and just being misguided. And it's another trap, honestly, because you're when when you're. So I, I have some 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 friends who who have gone into that light and have made a career and profession out of out of, you know, the the black market, I guess you would say, without going into much detail, being a street pharmacist, as, as I like to say. And they make money Like he I, the, the person I'm talking about in particular, um, he's able to to make an interesting amount of money per week, man, a lot more than I can make. However, he's not supposed to have money. Which is a very real thing. The IRS is kind of like, yeah, buddy, um, how do you get all this money? So like you can, there's earning potential there as well, but the risk factor to it. And it's not even talking about the other, the competition, other people who are also street pharmacists, um, but the government, the government is the biggest competition. If you hear about anyone who's actually been taken down, it's, it's the IRS doing the taking down and they're not getting caught for any, like any, any legal charges. They're getting caught for a tax evasion. They're getting caught for pay your taxes. <laughs> Wesley Snipes, right? <laughs> pay your taxes. <laughs> it's messed up. But, like, or again, live I'm living
1: in, in a state where there's like no taxes, like Florida, where you Florida. To pay property taxes and <laughs> stuff like that. That's right. I'm not, I'm not I'm keeping comments to myself. I'm stop but even right then, there. you
0: still have to report your income. And, like, yeah. if having, you have an illegal business, how the hell are you going to report your income? Right, so going back to Tony Montana,
1: right? <laughs> well, well, Biggie Small said, "Either you sling and crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot." Ooh. So,
0: or oh, you that, got sick ass rhymes, dog oh, man. Yeah,
1: well, that, that's Biggie Smalls, you know. <laughs> you know, like that's that's the that's the guy, you know. We yeah, right? we have we have Kendrick Lamar now, but that's a, that's another show. Um, you and, and you're you're right, you know, and those are the things that some of us growing up in the hood or, or cer- certain they was, you know, we see the cars, we see the sneakers, we see the jewelry, we see the motorcycles, we see the, the, the condos, we see the women, we see the men, depending on which, whomever, you know, you, whatever you're looking at, you see the fur coats, you see the leather jackets, we see the, 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 the plush lifestyle, the, the popping of the bottle, we see all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and, Pretty rich. and, it, and it was crazy where you would have athletes who would emulate. The drug dealers, right? I'm like, dude, you're richer <laughs> than them. You know, you do know you have more money than them, right? And you have legal money. So you can do
0: smart things with it. Yeah. Dude.
1: And why are you carrying a gun and shooting yourself, Plaxico bearers? Sorry. Uh,
0: stop <laughs> fire. know you, 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 <laughs> you started
1: it. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, well, why? You know, like sometimes when you get to a certain space in life, and even if you are, like, live your life, but also understand there's consequences to what you do, you know? How long are you going to live in that life? You know that's a good point,
0: and we there's a few examples off the top of my head that I can talk about who, who, have individuals, who actually made it out the hood, but the hood was still in them, right? Right. book. Uh, I don't know if it's Plaxico book. I don't know where Plaxical he's from. But story, yeah. but like he had a gun on him. I'm sure he had guns on him prior to being it, yeah. on the in the on the Giants. It's just the fact. Right. Right. Like, right. No, right. Let, well, I'm not, no no shade, or I'm not trying to implicate him in any way. Michael Vick. Very very real situation. We I yeah, don't excited. have to bring that. Yeah. yeah, we already talked about that. There's another guy from the Patriots. Um, I hope you remember his name. He went wild. Like he had he had a documentary on
1: Netflix. Oh oh oh, oh. Hernandez. Oh, oh yeah. Um, oh no, what's his name? Last name is Hernandez. Yeah. 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 But
0: yeah, I think I, people will know what I'm talking about. Right. We, have, we can clean this up on the show notes later on. Um, but they they made it out the hood. But the hood got them got them early, so like they they had still connections, they had associations to these things, and then and right. ended up bringing them down in the long run. um Some people have been able to, make, been able
1: to turn around. I mean, it around. I think some of them also think they're invincible. This is true. This you is know, true. You get a certain status. That's why you see things like you know, women, you know, womanizing, you know, man womanizing a woman, or or or. or women, you know, building men is because you have that sense of power. You seem invincible. So when you do things that aren't no that you probably wouldn't do if you didn't have that same power. Like I have this power over you because I have have this money or I have this product. I have something that I know that you have, that you don't have rather, yeah. that you don't want. You know, and you keep mentioning Tony Montana, man. <laughs> I, I I do wanna I do wanna say this. Uh, uh, probably shouldn't say this, but I will say this. Um, uh, my again, my parents are from this country. and I mentioned this many, many times, you know. And part of the 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 lifestyle which you see is people who are immigrants who have connections. They do sell drugs. Like my pops was a big time drug dealer, like a big time drug dealer. The, the Belizean Tony Montana. I mean, <laughs> whatever you want to call him, I just know. He had a, a, a duplex apartment <laughs> on West 100th Street where, where, I remember it when I was just a you child. You know
0: how much that costs now?
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you know the street like inclines like a little V. Like he had an apartment over there. He had a brownstone on 120th Street uh, near Montessori Park. Love it. He had another apartment on. One twenty fourth near the old children's aid building, uh, by Mars park. And there was a Mm -hmm. pool table in the apartment. So I remember a lot of these things from when I was a child, I was like five, you know, uh, but I still remember those were, I don't know. I don't remember all the property he did have, Mm -hmm. but he, you know, sold drugs, you know, and I'm not glorifying it, but the downfall to it is that he got caught. And I didn't have him in my, my life for the rest of my life. Yeah. So what did he, he got,
0: get? If you don't mind me asking, what did he get caught for?
1: Uh, Selling cocaine.
0: Oh, okay, so he got caught in the act of the. No, Selenco no, gang.
1: so no, no, no. He didn't. So no, no. Because you were at the top, right? Yeah. Have people who work for you. Yeah. And and the story goes, uh, and this was told by my mama believe she told me that. that and, and this is why, like, I, I, I kind of relate to New Jack City, is that. You know, there's an informant, you know, and the mom told, this is what mother told me. And I can ask my dad to clarify and listen to me. Mom told me that it was some individual that he knew that was a part of the group or came to the group that he kept saying to him, I don't trust you. I think you're you're an agent or something. You were you were you're you not. Lo and behold, this person was the person that took him down. <laughs> like that, That's that's how it happened. You know, am I glorifying what he did, you know? Did it did it get me you know, and my mom and I actually talked about this last week, if my father was still around, what would I have been doing? Where would I be? You would
0: honestly you would have looked up to him.
1: You know, where would you know, would I be a, a drug dealer or a drug user, or would I've been or would he would have said, Hey, I got this money, you go to school and leave my lifestyle alone? Mm, uh, who knows you, you know I don't know I don't know I don't know but yeah that's a part that's a part of my life like, you know and it it goes deeper it goes deeper than that you know sure. I don't want to into too much detail that's fascinating bro honestly thank you for sharing that yeah. man that's
0: that's awesome I mean that, you know what I mean like that's thank you for no, sharing no 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 that. that's and such, I, a, I, such a nugget right there of like vulner- vulnerability and so it's so unique to you. Nobody can, nobody else can tell that story because that's your story. That's beautiful, man. Thank
1: and you. I, and I can definitely go in another episode. and go more into more detail <laughs> yeah. and talk about experiences and things that I saw as a child and and stuff like that. But I, I wanted
0: to make a joke real quick about us uh, here it. in the synergy. We we talk a lot about uh, <laughs> about ownership. Been about how Black people have been put down. I know there was a lot of people in your city not happy about your father owning property, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Oh, no, they not don't, they don't,
1: they don't. <laughs> Listen, They're like, oh, no. Oh, buddy. Something's happening over here. And that's the thing, yo. I got stories, dude. I got stories. Maybe I'll tell you offline. This story oh, cool, cool. oh, that I remember as a child. <laughs> you know, like, and my mom would confirm those short stories. And I would ask her who these people are. And it was like a lot of famous people from that time. That I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop there because I don't implicate anybody. <laughs> we'll leave it there. That's awesome. All right, so, I wow. so, uh, I just
0: yeah. want to add last thing. I want to just speaking about your lineage, that Shavar does things of excellence. And this is I'm not surprised that like your dad did this, operated in this in this realm. And he did it and he did it in a really great way. He obviously excelled in what he did. and I, it, It's not a surprise to me.
1: I mean, yeah, he did, but you know, but, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, and says, again, we are glorifying it. You know, that was just a situation that was a part of my life. You know that yeah. that that I that I do remember vividly because, and, and we'll talk about vivid. I think we should do an episode on vivid memories. Mm, um, I think I that'd be great. But but definitely, and those are things that we look for: being an entertainer, if you live in the hood; being a drug dealer, if you know, or you're being be a musician or some sort. Well, not a, like a musician, like a rapper, because that's where the money is. You yeah. know, being a being a, a an actor because that's where you believe the money is. Not knowing there's off growing there's different levels of acting, and that everyone makes the t- same type of money. Uh, you know, what is your commitment? I think that's the the, the biggest thing in whatever job you're looking for or a career you're looking for to become the best at it. What is your commitment?
0: Yeah, you know, I love that. I love that, and like it's it's basically like your career is whatever you want to make it. Right. Yeah. Success success is bigger than just finances. It's bigger than fame. It's bigger than the, the limelight, it's bigger than what you do. Yeah. Um, you know, success is it's a it's a choice, you know, it's it's, it's we're yeah. gonna require sacrifice. Um and it, and you, you you have success in multiple areas areas. It's not just one place. We're not we're not singular people. You know, we have success <laughs> in our in our family life, we have success in our personal life, we have success in our like spiritual life, we have success in our health. In our wellness, we have success in our finances. We have success in our professional careers. It's all of these things. It's not just one. And that we can all point at certain people who have tremendous success in one arena, and they have their life is in shambles in others. Like I know people who who are gym heads and they have great looking bodies, but outside of that, they have nothing really going on. And it's kind of like you know, great, you got the health thing figured out. But what's up with this other stuff, bro? Like, what's going on?
1: Yeah, and we yeah, know it could people be all a trades in some yeah. sort. You know, I hate the part of master of none, but you could be a uh, You should be able to have more than one uh, aspect of your life be successful for sure. You know, I think the ahead.
0: fact is, Shavar, that you said that so well. But the fact is, man, you got to prioritize. You got to figure out what is a yeah. priority to me, and what am what am I going to choose to commit my life to whether that's your family, whether that's your career, whatever that is, you got to just, you have to make the choice. And I think a lot of people are out here not choosing, not there's people who just not, not realizing what my priorities are. So they end up just wasting time. Um, so yeah.
1: Well, definitely. I mean, sacrifice is important. Mm-hmm. Commitment is important. Important. can't even say the word important. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long episode. That's why. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and success isn't only finances, people. No. Success is what you make it. Success, like, dude, success is waking up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Big
0: facts. Big facts, man. I, I have a new level of appreciation for birthdays this year. Because I, I turned I turned 29 about two weeks ago, November 3rd. Shout outs to the Scorpios out there. And um, not a lot of people make it at 29, man. Let's be honest. Let's be out. Like really, let's talk about it. We, we know people who who didn't make it to the age that we are now, whatever that right. is. For you. So this right, is right, something right. to be grateful for. It's, it's a success. Your lineage is continuing. Your DNA is continuing another day, and you cho- and you can choose to move that forward. Um, yeah. Success is learning
1: something new. Facts. <laughs>
0: if you choose to, yeah, exactly. It yeah, is. Hey, dude, yes. you, you gotta that.
1: like what I, what I've learned. What I've learned throughout life is accepting the small victories, because if you accept those small victories, you get to see how much you've done in your life. Cause you can say, Oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Oh my God. I don't own this. Oh, I don't own that. But then if you look at the small things, you know, are you, or do you have children? Right. You know, did you, you know, or did you take care of them? You know, or do they love you? That's success, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a job, you know, that you like, You know, that's success, right? You know, are you able to go on vacation? That's success.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: and and, and, so you want to become a a rapper, but you don't, you didn't become a rapper. What did you do to get there? Mm -hmm. Did you become a better writer? You could become a poet now. You you could become a a screenplay writer. You have options. So those are successes, you you know, or during this process of becoming a, 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 a rapper, you learn how to produce music mm-hmm. success. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, you, um, know, um, uh, you know, even with athletes, you know, you, you know how to train your body to shoot a basketball or, or hit a ball. That's success where you, where if you are a parent, you can teach your children how to do those things. Or you can coach your team. <coughs> you can, you can help people. That's success. Seeing the success of others is success. Yeah, success isn't only for me. Only isn't only about me. Success is about the people around me that I've helped. Yeah, There's those people who know that you're genuine, they will they will come back. Like in my other show, my mom pointed this out to me. She's like, she calls me Shay. I noticed that most, most if not all your guests, they tell you thank you that you had an impact in their life. That's awesome. And I was like, I had to think about it. I was like, you're right. I never thought of it. And then she said, because she listens to every episode. uh, And and she's like, you're right. She's like, everything comes back to what you've done for them. Nice. And that's success. and, And I viewed it as, I helped this person in some way (laughs) become a a choreographer some way become a photographer some way to become a fashion designer some way to become a rapper some way to become a producer some way to become a business owner i'm sorry i did something that i didn't realize that i did and that's my and that's who i am and that's success
0: yeah success is a verb man it's an action it's present
1: it's not something you did it's what
0: you're doing so like um, I, I hear I hear a few a few different definitions for success, but a, a good one that I, I heard I hear from it, if, if you guys know about you guys know Earl Nightingale, he, he's been coined as the godfather of personal development. Um, but he says success is the progressive realization of a worthy cause or ideal. So it's whatever you choose, whatever cause you want to put your time into, the moment that you put it you put it into paper or you have that thought, and then you actualize that thought by taking action, you are a success. So by definition, Shavar, Synergy is a success, man, because we we had the brainchild, we had the thought, and we're making it happen and we're doing it. We have season two. That's right. So, <laughs> so regardless of any result that we have going on, <laughs> we're technically successful in this. So that's it's it's dope to think about. You also mentioned that success is a lot bigger than the individual. And I mm-hmm. think there's there's a whole nother line of success where it's not what you've done for yourself and how you've bettered yourself, but how 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 are others better off because of, because of how you lived is another one that I've come across. Thanks to the association that I've, I've been connected to is, you know, how much people are better how people are, how much, how much more people are better off because you lived. And that's a lot more than your job. That's a lot more than your finances. That could just be like, Hey, I I just, I wished you a good morning and it stops you from doing something you shouldn't have done or just, just showing somebody that you care. You, you, you've mentioned from time and time again, Shavar, have you had, how you had students come up to you that you didn't even recognize them. And they're mm-hmm. like, yo, thank you. Thank you for telling me this yeah, seven yeah. years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's like,
0: how many people are better off because you live, man? Mm-hmm. We got to stop measuring ourselves by by the measure of how much money we have in our bank accounts and measure ourselves by how much better are we treating ourselves and treating others and in right. the impact that we're truly having on this world. Absolutely.
1: Cool.
0: Absolutely. So, well, I think that was fire, but I think that's possibly one of our best episodes
1: yeah, the microphone <laughs> is still on. We're still going. You don't have to say that yet. You say oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Synergy Episode five in the books. Oh, hold
1: on, Let it don't run off. Yeah, you got to tell them how bad. to get in contact with you and us. Do <laughs> what you do it. I was, I was, just transitioning. I was okay, transitioning. Okay, okay. Like, you just don't run off. Like, <laughs> it's over a <laughs> buy. Click no. You don't do that. Who's? <laughs>
0: tell them. Tell them how to get involved with us. How to. Uh, so
1: That's there's the a variety of ways. You can email us at Synergy, C-N-E-R-G, podcast, Gmail. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on the Instagram, same tag, Synergy uh, Podcast, and on Twitter, Synergy Podcast. But as an individual, you can follow Geronimo. Is it the same on both, or on both uh, platforms? On no, no, platforms? so
0: I, IG is at GMO underscore 612. Okay. Um, and on Facebook, you just type up my name, Geronimo, and it, I should come up. What about Twitter? Twitter, same thing, Geronimo. Oh. should, should be alright, yeah.
1: Geronimo, it just says Geronimo?
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I think I, it'll I, come up,
1: yeah. What do you think? We gotta fix that. Alright, cool, cool. We gotta, <laughs> we, we gotta have success. Uh, right. If you want to get in contact <laughs> with me, uh, on the Instagram is just underscore Shavar, and on the Twitter, it is at Shavar. I'll explain one of another episode why it's an at Shavar on. Instagram but that's a whole other thing Uh, if you want to hear my voice more I have another show called uh, We Have to Talk on all platforms similar to Synergy all platforms you can find us, listen to our voice, uh, feedback record messages, send it to us call to action please if you can hit us up on any of those especially on the Synergy uh, podcast social media platforms tell us what did you want to be when you were growing up
0: Facts. Yep. Uh, just and just to clarify. So I'm at Twitter at Geronimo 612. OK, thank you. Geronimo
1: 612. <laughs> All right. So that's our call to action. Hit us up. Let us know <laughs> do. Uh, what did you want to be when you were growing up? If you want to be a ballerina, if you want to be a veterinarian, if you wanted to be, an I don't know, an army person. I know as a kid we said army man, but it's not army, army because all forces. <laughs> But Anyway, <laughs> like so just let us know. All
0: right. Much love, everyone. Peace.
1: Yes, yes.